0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of What is Past as Prologue. I'm Mike McLaughlin, and with me is my daughter.
1: I'm Paige McLaughlin.
0: And we are going to discuss a show we just finished watching. Actually, you've already seen it.
1: I have. I have actually seen The Umbrella Academy uh three times now the first season all the way through so
0: the first season and uh the second season's getting ready to drop so she was watching it a second time and i got to see it for the first time so uh a few opinions about it so why don't you get us started what'd you think
1: Um, I think the Umbrella Academy is one of those ensemble shows that gets better as it goes along. I think the farther you get through the season, you really get a, like, an idea of how these characters bounce off each other, which is really nice. I was a little worried because with seven main characters, that's a lot to juggle. Like, shows like The Walking Dead don't always do it super well. Yeah, I agree. And this was a ten-episode Netflix show, but they pulled it off pretty well. They felt like real siblings, even though they were all very good actors in very different ways.
0: Yeah, and a completely dysfunctional family, so that seems pretty normal. Yeah, you know, um, like you do. But um, I, I will say this. Um, I liked the fact that I couldn't predict what was going to happen next. And I get into so many shows, and I literally could have written the script for them and just say, you know, oh, this person's, you know, not dead or, or is getting ready to foil with whatever's going on and in this case i could do it a few times but most of the time the plot twist just kept kept me on my toes so i like that
1: yes i agree the pacing of the show is very well done it works very well to its advantage and um, i like the fact that stuff is presented to you as it becomes important it is not Yes, they do some foreshadowing, especially with uh, Five, which is one of my favorite characters. He's one of my two favorites, and he does a really good job of helping to like set up the future conflict of the show that this last episode was you know all leading up to the great apocalypse and all that. But it was never really explicitly stated. He just kind of laid out, it's like, okay, this is important first, then this is important. He didn't feel the need to do things out of order. I never felt like we, it was just a huge exposition dump. They did a pretty good job of pacing it out.
0: So Five was your favorite.
1: Five and Klaus are my favorites.
0: Okay, Klaus was absolutely my favorite. Klaus is yeah. great. Oh, my God, um, I love him. He's got so, all the best lines. Yeah, and the, the fact that um, he ended up being one of the most powerful of all of them, um, but uh, he was... So, so drugged out most of the time that um, he didn't realize it.
1: And see, that's like that's exactly what you'd expect from a character. Like he's li- he was literally traumatized by his father. Like for his powers, it's like all for the sake of his. It's like oh, because that was what his dad wanted him to do. He wanted to be him to be able to use the dead that way. Obviously, like he wanted to, him to be comfortable with. It's like hey, this is your power. But he was the only ghost he was ever comfortable with was Ben. Which is his brother, and that's the only reason he ever stayed even a little sober was like to talk to him, which I thought was so interesting because I honestly I never would have guessed that Ben was going to show up at all because they said he was dead at the very beginning.
0: Yeah, That was pretty good, and um, absolutely like you were saying, better as better as it went along. Uh, the first time that Ben threw a punch at him and about well, knocked his teeth out, it was great. Yes. So. His-
1: Genuine surprise. The actors are all just... They really sell it. Like, I've seen a few of these actors in other things, and I honestly like... Oh, gosh. I think was, her name's mary Jill Bilge. She played Cha-Cha, and I've seen her in, like, two or three other things, and I i didn't recognize her until this time around. I was like, I know that voice. And then I looked through the credits, and I'm like, oh, my God. I've seen her in so many other things. She's just this character so much, and I liked that.
0: So the uh, violin bow to the throat. Yes. That um, was great. Okay. Um... Do you think she's lost her powers?
1: No. I think that, especially since um, Allison only fired the gun in one ear, I think she's just going to have to, A, relearn it, or B, I don't know if it'll factor into the plot as much in the second season, because the trailer that just came out... What basically they brought the end of the world back with them, and it's similar to this season, except they have ten days to save the world instead of eight. Now they're back in like the sixties or something. But it
0: looks like the younger actors might be taking over.
1: That I don't know because in the trailer they are aside from five, they are all still adults. I think the reason for them de aging. Something tells me they're going to be even though they went through together, they're going to be separated for like the first episode, episode two. Like whatever, it's not going to be the whole show because, but that's not how it's going to work. But
0: I could see that, but um, I, I don't know. I like um, I like the way that when they when they were together, they were completely dysfunctional, but it almost seemed like every time they were apart, they were still thinking about each other and and yeah. you know trying to get back together. Um,
1: and that's, that's what I was kind of saying earlier. They really feel like a family. It's like, yes, you get really sick of them sometimes, as is evidenced by their very dysfunctional childhood, but it's still they still care about each other. Like, Five and Vanya did a, had a really good example of this, or like halfway through the season when he finally came back, she was the first one he really, like, went to by himself. Right, yep. And I thought that was really interesting because Vanya was, she'd been the only one, she was always the one that brought up Five before, But then he, when he had to go somewhere and like, hey, I want to talk to somebody from my family. It's been so long since I've seen them. He went to talk to Vanya, and I thought that was really interesting. They all kind of had their little moments with each other, even if they hung out with some more than others, like Diego and Klaus were together a lot. Uh, Klaus and Five had a few good moments, Luther and Allison, that kind of thing.
0: All right, so where's the second season going?
1: Um, I haven't read the comic, but I read a few things, and from what I can gather... Uh, so the commissioner, the leader of the time travel group, she was obviously just killed, so someone's gonna have to take her place. And in the trailer, there was someone who just had like a fish for a head, like like think minion for Mega Mind. Okay. And I haven't seen the trailer no, yet. No, no, so. so I've kind of gotta word this well. So I think he's going to take over for her. And since they brought the end of the world back to whatever decade it is i think it was the 60s with them i think that he is going to try and finish what the commissioner started i don't think this will i don't think the world will be ended i think they're actually going to fuck fi- now that they're actually really working together like they've got a whole reason to save this now like all right we're back as a family we know about vanya's powers i think this is when they're getting into the nitty gritty they're actually going to tr- save the world from the apocalypse and then maybe move on to the next thing
0: so the camera made a point to show that there was a briefcase in the ventilation yes. duct. How's that gonna play in?
1: That was the one uh, Hazel and his girlfriend used to transport that. I bet they're gonna meet up with them. So again. you
0: think that that's where that you think that's how it's gonna play.
1: Yeah, um, and I think there was an old Hazel in the trailer like he was an older man so if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a couple days since I watched it. but so he does show up, I'm pretty sure. I just don't know how big of a part he plays in the whole thing. So something tells me that either A, the Umbrella Academy will get his briefcase because he won't need it anymore or won't want it anymore because he has his life with Agnes or whatever, or he will end up, he may probably he and Five, because Five was the only one he ever really interacted with, they'll end up needing the briefcase for something. Or Five will steal it from him or something, I don't know.
0: Mm, That could be. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I am... I'm looking forward to the second season now. Um, I was really disinterested the first time that you went through this. I watched, like, the very first episode, and I'm like, eh, I don't think so.
1: I was going to say, it started fairly generic for, like, an ensemble show like this, but then it got really good.
0: So so I have it on good authority. One of my uh, friends on Discord has told me that this miniseries has followed the... Uh, the comic about as well as any DC or Marvel title ever has.
1: Yeah, and I believe that 100% because the creator of the comics, he works very closely with the show. And it's Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, for those of you who don't know. Uh, He wrote and created the Umbrella Academy and his covers of Hazy Shade of Winter. And then I don't know if it's an original song, but he did another cover for the next season. Like, he is very much... He they wrote call, the
0: screenplay for this?
1: I don't, I don't think he wrote the screenplay. He wrote the comic it's based on. But he works, I think the last name of the dude who did the screenplay, is his name Blackman, maybe? I don't know. I looked it up the other day, but uh, it, so uh, he works closely, to the best of my knowledge. Definitely like show. his music. Yes, we love Michael dance <laughs> in this house.
0: But um, I guess I didn't even realize that it was his comic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's kind of cool.
1: If you look at, like, their Danger Days album, which is, like, their fourth, The like, Romance's fourth album, and then the best way I can tell this came out of Gerard Way's head is Hazel and Cha-Cha have the masks that they wear everywhere, like, yeah. the blow-up masks to, like, hide their faces. I'm like, that came out of Gerard Way's head. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was in his brain, and he put it on a page, and then they put it on screen. That did not, I was like, yep, there he is. Right there.
0: That's pretty good. Um... I didn't there were some characters in the first season that I honestly didn't care for and some of them were family members. Um but um so for instance the butler Pogo yeah Pogo didn't like him at all. Uh, I don't think that uh, I don't think it played well but um you know it, and then his uh, untimely demise that was about my favorite part of him, but um, the and I, I also I still don't get the mother. I, I mean, I, I I get that all the different nannies were brought in, you know, because they kept losing them. <laughs> but I don't uh, uh, I, I don't know how. First of all, I don't understand how, and then the other is it was it was almost creepy.
1: Yes, and aside from obviously her inception into the family was Vanya. It was she was there for Vanya, but she was eventually she just became the caretaker for all of them because his only Hargreaves only investment in the kids was their powers, and then he I think he when Vanya started being more recalcitrant, she was almost too much for him, and then he has these six other kids to deal with, so it's like, hey, maybe they need another parent figure in the house. Um, I think we will get more on Pogo in the second season, because they're going back in time, yeah, I imagine. obviously. Yeah. And I bet he will become a more well-rounded character, I think, just overall. I'm interested to see what they do with him. Um, I didn't, like you said, uh, the mom was also one of my least favorite characters, but I don't think... I think she's just done now. Honestly, I don't think they'll
0: bring her back. You don't think so? No. Um, And I do agree with you though. I think when the creators are involved, um, when their books or whatever medium they, uh, their artsy in gets uh, moved to film, I think when they're involved, it's always a lot better. Um, I said the same thing about uh, Collins with the Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, The, you know, the first, the first movie, um, it was really, really well done. Really true to the book.
1: Yeah, I thought so too.
0: And so that's um, that seems to be you know, because obviously they're they're vested in it. Yeah, the Hollywood's um, goal is to make something entertaining that makes money. So, um, for instance, uh, the sum of all fears. Um, read the book, watched the movie, and the titles were the same. And that was about it.
1: Yep, will happen so <laughs> percy jackson and the olympians anybody yeah. oh man there's yeah, still backlash there over e- that. exactly People are still pissed.
0: um and um and while i uh i have to bring this up anytime that we talk about crap movies because this it's 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 some duality for me um because they weren't crap movies but they were in my opinion, crap retellings of the story, Lord of the, Rings. the Lord of the Rings. Oh my God! Uh, so they, uh, I don't understand why uh, Peter Jackson thought he could improve on Tolkien.
1: And see, that's just what so the people who've only seen the movies—they have a really good fantasy movie series. Absolutely,
0: it's a great, but it's a great movie series. It's
1: not quite the same as just sitting and reading the books, like, when you go through the books, I've only, actually, of the books, I've only read the first one, and The Hobbit, I've never read the entirety of The Lord of the Rings, but I've seen all the movies, and I really like them, but I remember, I really enjoy Fellowship of the Ring, but The Hobbit was kind of a slog to get through for me for some reason. Really? Even, so, I, I love The Hobbit. There are parts And about Fellowship. The, yeah. I, there are parts about The Hobbit I do love, the, that I still go back and kind of look at sometimes, but... I remember uh, The Hobbit did this especially, because I don't know why they made it into three movies. Two, maybe, I could see, because... To make money. Yeah. Well, okay, yes. But I don't know, like, okay, just make two movies, because I understand Tolkien's writing. It gets a little... It's verbose. It's very detail-oriented. I understand that maybe putting extra time into your movie, like making it a three-hour movie, or putting two movies, that's fine. But maybe... I could have gone
0: for two movies. Yeah.
1: Make it a bit more true to the book. Add more of that detail in. Don't just do it in the landscape. Do it in the characters. And I don't know. I I don't think any of the Hobbit movies were bad. I think that the third one was entirely unnecessary. I, do too. I think you could have introduced Smog at the end of the first movie and then had the second movie be the second half of the book.
0: Yeah, and, and the second movie, everybody would have flocked to see because not only do you have the death of Smog, but then you've also got the Battle of the Five Armies. And so, but... So, were the basic premise the same? Yes, there's this very powerful ring, and it's bad mojo, and we got to get rid of it. It was the same in the books as it was in the movie. But you had characters in the book that had completely different relationships to what was going on. Um, For instance, um, Faramir, Boromir's brother, he was a smart dude in the books. And he realized, hey... Frodo and Sam, I need to let them go so they can keep going on this quest. And in the movies, he took them to cities they never even visited in, in, in the books. And he acted like an idiot, but he wasn't in the books. Gandalf's relationship to the ring, you know, he had these funky visions every time he touched it in the movie. He didn't have anything like that in the books. He understood that it was bad and that he couldn't be tempted with it or he would use it. And, but he didn't have these odd visions of uh, the Eye of Sauron every time that he touched it. So, like I said, there's, there were just two, you know, Gimli being used as comic relief, you know, a little dwarf tossing here and there. Just, uh, it, um, I think Peter Jackson missed a huge opportunity to uh, make, a, make a set of movies for the ages, and he made it for right then.
1: And that's fair. I think the one good thing about doing it for the just then, though, is that it's already accumulated such a fervent fan base that the people who loved it in the now are going to introduce it to their children who will love it in the now. I don't think it's necessarily a movie for the ages, like you said. It's not Shawshank Redemption. It's it's not even the, really the Harry Potter series. I'd be willing to say Harry Potter will outlast Lord of the Rings in terms of popularity. I'll,
0: for the movies? Yes. Probably. Um,
1: but... I think that there is enough of a passionate fan following for the movies, even if it's just the movies and they've never read the book that they will introduce it to their children or their cousins or just whoever. I think it will live on for at least a couple generations to come.
0: Well, I hope that the um, I hope that those children read the books.
1: I hope so too. That's uh, that's <clears throat> always the hope because the books are. 99% of the time better. I won't say always, because I know there are exceptions, but... But, you know.
0: So we kind of got off the Umbrella Academy, but... But it kind of, it kind, mean, it kind of it, comes it, back it, to that, Yeah, though. it does.
1: So... So, let's ask that question then. Do we think, as of right now, just this season, not even taking into account future seasons, as a show, do you think this is going to have an impact that lasts at all?
0: Um... Uh, You mean an an impact like a Lord of the Rings series or something like that? Yeah,
1: but let's, like, do you think it'll be one of the, well, let's let's just, uh, for Netflix shows now, let's not even do just shows in general. Let's say of the Netflix shows you've seen, do you Um, think it will stand out as one of the greats for quite some time?
0: I don't know. Uh, Based on the first season, no. Um, I'll... But I will say I agree that it got much much better as it went along. So if they continue that trend in the second season, I mean let's let's face it, Star Trek: The Next Generation was crap for the first two seasons. Really didn't find its feet until season three, and um, after that it became a really great show. Um, this could be the same. Not every show can be Firefly. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although I am willing to say, of the newer not Firefly ensemble cast shows, aside from Preacher, this is one of the best ensemble casts I've enjoyed in a show for a I've while. I've got
0: to get you to watch The Expanse. I've been enjoying that. That's so. good. Um. But uh, okay. Well, I think this is a good place for us to jump off here, and
1: okay. Before we do that number rating, what would you on a scale of one to ten? What would you rate this season?
0: This season, um, this season's a. Oh, uh, I don't want to give it a seven, but six seems a little low. Oh, six didn't seem low at all until the, probably the last four episodes. Now it kind of does seem low. So uh, without putting a decimal in front of it, I don't think it earned a seven, but I think it was on its way to an eight.
1: Um, I think I started this season at seven because I was like, all right, there's good potential here, but if they don't capitalize on it, it would go lower. It started at seven. Not doing decimals because I would give it an eight and a half. I can't give it a nine yet. I would give it an eight.
0: Okay, so um, we both agree that it was headed the right direction.
1: Yes, very much.
0: And um, and you gave it a rating where I think it was headed to. I just I, I, I can't get that high with the with how it started, but yeah. Um, so hopefully. Uh, better things to come
1: yeah here's hoping next season gets at a nine I would like it to be a nine I hope it expands upon what it's it's got a really good foundation it's got good places to go
0: okay well hey uh, we'll uh, we'll get together we'll do some more uh, some more casts in the future come up with uh, things to talk about and I think that um, I think this will be a good idea for us because you know we're we're both kind of interested in the same things we're going to get the uh still teenage uh, experience on this and then the old guy 51 year old guy perspective you
1: know sometimes that's the best way to do it we're just a giant nerd family that's right perspectives for all the ages man
0: so all right well Paige, thanks for doing this of course and we'll do it again soon of course we will all right we'll talk to you later